And welcome to the Sean Hannity Show, everyone. I'm Greg Jarrett, filling in for Sean Hannity. I'm a Fox News legal analyst and political commentator, lawyer, author of a couple of uh, New York Times bestselling books, uh, The Russia Hoax and Witch Hunt. My Twitter handle is at Greg Jarrett. You can check out the columns that I write as well as my podcast on my website, thegregjarrett.com. And in the course of this hour, I really want to talk about the competence, or better put, incompetence, of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris as well. Love to hear from you. Do you think Joe Biden's one of the greatest presidents in American history, or is he an abject failure as as president, a dumpster fire? I'm convinced it's the latter, but I'd love to hear from you. You can give us a call. Here's the number. 1-800-941-SEAN. That's 1-800-941-7326. I want to talk about Biden because I think by now, Most Americans have come to realize belatedly that their president is an incompetent fool. Like buyer's remorse, they now regret putting this doddering buffoon in the Oval Office. Close to 60 percent disapprove of Joe Biden. That's his first year. A scant 40 percent approve. Some polls have him at 38 percent, 37 percent and dropping like the Hindenburg fast and burning. In the course of one short year, Clueless Joe has managed to mangle just about everything, leaving the U.S. with record inflation, soaring gas prices, spiraling crime, the border crisis, supply shortages, the Afghanistan debacle, the pandemic surge, his embarrassing failure to pass his signature legislation, his $5 trillion socialist entitlement lollapalooza, even though his own party controls both houses of Congress. Joe Biden is the definition of obtuse and inept. Every week, every day, seems to bring us a brand new experience in Biden stoogecraft. Now, the latest came when his aides trotted him out the other day for what they thought was a well-choreographed teleconference with the nation's governors. All Joe had to do was listen and nod, and not nod off, as the governors talked about their concerns over the COVID-19 pandemic surge. Instead, Joe Biden went off script, as he inexorably does, and he said, quote, There is no federal solution, no federal solution to COVID. You could almost hear the heads banging on the desks at the White House. His handlers should have known he'd do it. I mean, they sent him out there without a script and a teleprompter. So Joe actually had to think with that brain of his, which is, as you know, a near impossibility. Federal solution? No federal solution, said Joe. But wait, when Biden was running for president, he promised he would, quote, shut down the virus, said it over and over again. I'll shut down the virus. Did he do it? No. Today, the country hit an all time high of daily covid cases. 
Yet on the campaign trail, Biden insisted he had a plan, a magical solution to shut down the virus, to end it. Now he says there is no plan, no solution. It turns out, folks, that Biden never had a plan. He just made it up. He said it because it sounded good. He figured it would help him get elected president. And that's the problem with slimy politicians like Joe Biden. They'll say anything to get elected. They don't care about you, the people. They only care about themselves, their thirst for power and prestige. They'll make promises they know they can't possibly fulfill. And when they fail, as inexorably they do, people get angry. They get resentful at being lied to. And their anger is reflected in the polls. Biden's numbers have tanked because his presidency is a spectacular dumpster fire. It's a five-alarm blaze. There's no putting it out. But there's Joe out there saying, there's no federal solution. Really? Well, if there's no federal solution, Joe, why did you order a federal vaccine mandate? Why did you order a variety of federal mask mandates? You said at the time, those were federal solutions. Now you say there's no federal solution. So which is it? Biden also recently claimed his federal vaccine mandate is legal. This from a guy who got kicked out of law school, mind you. No, Joe, it's not legal until the U.S. Supreme Court says it's legal. The justices are taking up the case next week. And I suspect that the high court will rule that Biden's mandate forcing businesses to require workers to get vaccinated is an unconstitutional abuse of power. But then... Joe Biden will just double down on his latest claim that there's no federal solution. He'll say, see, I had a federal solution, but SCOTUS stepped in and stopped it. It's all the Supreme Court's fault. No, really, it's it's Donald Trump's fault. He put those three justices on the Supreme Court. You know that that's what he's going to do when he loses at the Supreme Court, because Biden is full of phony excuses to cover up his own glaring incompetence. As Holman Jenkins pointed out in the Wall Street Journal, the only person who's better at vacuous excuse-making is Hunter Biden. You know, it's kind of a family competition. They're vying for the biggest nitwit in the Biden clan. Every time Joe fails, he's ready with an excuse. He recently said that if he'd known about the winter surge of COVID cases, he'd have made testing more available. That's a lie. Biden was warned last spring. At the time, health officials told him, we're going to need millions and millions of tests. Biden ignored it. Then he was warned again in the fall. He rejected a proposal for 730 million free rapid tests for the holidays. Now he says, gee, I, you know, gee, I never saw it coming. Really, Joe? His science advisors, Anthony Fauci, Rochelle Walensky, head of the CDC, are both on record saying they saw Omicron coming. Biden knew it, too. But now he claims, gee, I didn't know it. So which is it? Biden can't remember because his brain is so addled. He can't remember what he had for breakfast, much less what his advisors and health officials were telling him. Same thing happened with Afghanistan. Biden said none of his military advisors told him to keep a couple of thousand troops in the country. Another lie. Top military officials on the record insisting, yep, we told Joe he ignored us. 
but now Biden can't remember. Hey, Joe, what color necktie are you wearing? Don't look down. Try to remember. Can't do it. I'm sure that Biden can't recall all the stupid things he said about COVID and Trump during the presidential campaign. He famously said, quote, anybody who is responsible for that many deaths should not remain as president. At the time, there were 220,000 COVID deaths in America. And since Joe Biden took office, an additional 350,000 deaths have happened. More Americans have died of COVID under Biden's watch than under Trump. So, Joe, by your own logic, you should not be president, right? You should resign. But don't do it, because then we'd be stuck with Kamala Harris as president. She's an even bigger dunce. She makes you look like a member of Mensa. Take a listen. What do you think, as you come to the end of this first year, what do you mm. think your biggest failure has been at this point? <laughs> to not get out of D.C. more. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. You know, she is right. She needs to get out of D.C., except permanently. Pull out a sheet of paper, type out, I hereby resign as vice president of the United States, effective immediately, and leave. Do not come back. How in the world did we get there? How did we end up with a blockhead like Joe Biden as president? Well, none of the other Democrats running gained enough traction. Liz Warren, Bernie Sanders, too crazy for most voters. The others suffered from a variety of defects and failures. Old Joe had a couple of things going for him. Enormous name identification because, you know, he's been around since uh, Grover Cleveland. He sold himself as a moderate. Another lie. And then the pandemic hit. It was perfect for Joe on the campaign trail. He was an epic disaster, always sticking his foot in his mouth and saying ridiculous things. Half the time, he said stuff no one could understand. He'd lose his train of thought. He struggled to put a subject with a predicate. Sometimes he had no idea what he was saying or where he was or what he was doing. But the pandemic saved Joe. His aides exploited it as an excuse to hide him in the basement of his home in Delaware. They'd wheel him out occasionally in front of a teleprompter to read the words they wrote for him. They controlled him like a puppet. They, they knew he was a notorious gaff machine because, well, unintelligent people tend to say stupid stuff. So his handlers were able to limit the damage he would do to himself if he were left to his own devices. And, and I'll be darned, Joe Biden got elected. He promised to heal the nation, almost immediately began dividing it. He forgot he was a moderate, allowed the progressive wingnuts in his party to commandeer control. But Joe was also delusional. He somehow convinced himself he was the second coming of FDR and began promoting a far-left radical agenda. Little problem here, Joe. FDR had a huge mandate you didn't. Democrats lost seats in the House. They had a paper-thin majority, still do. The Senate is tied 50-50. That's not a mandate, Joe. That's a warning you need to govern from the middle. Compromise, conciliation. Joe's not capable. Joe's out to lunch. Frankly, he's always been out to lunch, not to mention breakfast and dinner. The uncomfortable truth is this. Joe Biden is not very bright. Never has been. Ask anybody in Washington Joe was always a joke in the nation's capital. When he served, 
as vice president, Obama's White House used to make fun of him. Whenever he spoke, people would roll their eyes. Defense Secretary Bob Gates once remarked that Biden has been wrong about every major foreign policy and national security issue over the past four decades. He was right. Obama famously confided in an aide, don't underestimate Joe's ability to screw things up. And he was right, too. So that's what we've got as our president, ladies and gentlemen, a guy who has predictably screwed up everything. Love to hear from you, your reaction, your thoughts. Give us a call, 1-800-941-SEAN. That's 1-800-941-7326. I'm Greg Jarrett. For Sean Hannity, I'll be right back.